We've got a very, very tropical storm in Johannesburg, just about to hit us. There's thunder and lightning everywhere. The dogs are freaking out, and it's hot in here, yeah? It's yeah, very hot. Nice. Okay, so I, I promise one day we're going to have to find an aircon for you guys, otherwise, I can feel you just jumping ship. Yeah, no, fuck that shit. Guys, what? <laughs> <laughs> under a tree, dude. That's fine. I'll take it. We're on top of a mountain, so we can do it under a tree, I'm sure. We can. Well. Uh, guys, welcome to the Hotbox Show. Tonight you're joined by myself, Buzz, Dan, Ricky, Joe, and Jules. And as always, we'll be talking... Lang Dank! Dank. Yeah, man. Ricky on cue, then. Yeah, <laughs> I watched the fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what's the deal with Ricky and why is he here? Ricky's here because he's my parole officer. Okay. And I've been out on parole for a good few months now. And he's just... Um, he actually attaches my bracelet every morning to me, so I don't leave the house. Now Ricky's an environmental liar, and one day Tony Budden gave me his number because we went off to fight the fight about all of the um, crop spray, and we originally rang you because of that, and I kind of figured out, seeing as you were in town, it's worth a bit of an update about crop spraying, because everybody thinks it's over, which is probably true about helicopters, but there's still a bunch of litigation going on, doesn't there? Kind yes, of. Yes, yes, kind of. Yeah, if we instigated it. Is the ball in their court or is the ball in our court? Well, it always depends, Jules. You know, I'm a big fan of the pillars of law, and legal certainty is one of them. So, even though the cops haven't sprayed in two and a half years, the undertaking that we asked for got a big uh, middle finger. Yeah. And sure, they haven't been back, so you could maybe infer that they're not going to come back. So, there is still a legal strategy which would involve seeking a declaratory order um, just to make sure that a court can declare that that's violation of human rights, particularly with, with what's come up now with glyphosate. Is well, that's yeah, the worldwide thing. The World Health Organization said it, and it's bigger than Fields of Green for All. But Fields of Green for All is on the name of some other piece of paper that we shot at the SAPS just to piss them off, isn't it? Yes. It's yes. like, it's there, and it's got to be, it, 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 be resolved in some form, and we have to have it on a piece of paper one day, please, that the cops are never coming back. Yeah, and I think that's why. I mean, Even with backpacks like this, you know. <laughs> like Swaziland, they've got mm. the, like 20, lead kilos of 20 litres at a time. You know what I think? I think if the cops are going to spray it, they should have the courage of their conviction, they should have to put that poison in their fucking mouth and go yes. over the top. Safer than table salt. Yeah, yeah. So you safe. remember that fucking quote? Yeah. Well, we've got a whole bunch of that people. That was Professor Gerard Verdoen. Verdoen, eh? Who is actually... Um, did you ever meet him in person? I didn't. No, he's, uh, he's the toxicologist dude with the no, raptors, isn't to, I'm I sure the guy's cool and he loves his grandchildren. And he's great with vultures and shit. 
and toxic whatever, but because he's a toxicologist, he knows fuck all about weed because it's not toxic. Yeah. Yeah. True story. He's never had to go and investigate it. <laughs> like, well, fuck, I've never killed anyone, so then we can't rule this as a cause. It doesn't go through the blood-brain barrier. Maybe you think there's a, maybe you think there's a part that Oates said, fuck, plus try to kill Oates with weed, though, eh? Oh, that was Jeremy's uh, big thing a few years back. Really? But Grunfeld. There was they sent the gay <coughs> the gay troops up there and stuck electrodes on them, but that's where they were growing the weed. This was all forced labour to grow the weed to send north to yes. fight for. No, Kronfall. That was Jeremy's big story. Doctor Death. What's his name? Levine. Oh, yes. That was all of his no, stories. Doctor Death. Is they were trying to change the song. No, uh, it was the other guy, Levine, who got he did five years in in Canada in the end because he was a dodgy. It was a dodgy little dude. Okay. Because I bet Vota Bosson could make some fucking dabs. Oh, I'd give a chemist to do, right? Fuck, he can make whatever he wants in Vota. The man at the background here saying that Dutchman used to make LSD. No, LSD he did. No, he, he yeah. was responsible and I've actually researched yeah. this. What's uh, this? I can't believe he made wasn't it? Some of the he was basically LSD. give give all an experiment, but it went missing the evidence. That's all I could The dabs. That's some years ago, though, before the revolutions and all. Who we say hi to? Docker, Teller, and Max. Hello, Maxine, and and um, you know the other dude. What's his name? Who Docker Teller? Him, yeah, Marlon. Oh, yeah, no, they're there. Tune oh, in. And uh, yeah, Arno says a big storm brewing in Pretoria as well. And Charles awesome. is putting up the bullet points of that post yes. I put up yesterday of all the generals in the meeting saying, yeah, but we've got quotas, eh? Oh, but we're going to talk about the meeting So, so oh. he's up in doing all of that. Bradley Marais in on a business. The Cannabis Cults Consultant SA. Hi. Yeah, it was here oh, last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very nice. And Nico, who, whose plants are you talking about? Where are all, where are all the plants from, from last, last week? week. <laughs> so, so, okay. Yeah, so where's our grow place, Brew? We juice them. Ah, it's been, so a it's been a crazy you know, week. Absolute madness. Plants? You'll see. Next week we'll have it up. The parts will be there, and they have sprouted, and they're good. But I feel like we need to make an. Maybe exec we should bring them in. I could go get them. I think I, you should get them. Okay, I'll go get them. But yeah. I think we must make an executive decision about these seedlings. So we want to make a real effort here with you guys. We want to try and grow these things over the next couple of weeks we'll or couple try. of months. We're going, we going to grow them. Okay, and we want to grow them here on the set. So now the issue is, what we planted are regular photo period plants, which we couldn't pull off here. So I'm sticking up my hand and I'm saying we should say, fuck those little triplets we got going on there. Maybe we should start some autos or something bulletproof. It might have to be, yeah, because... Um, I'll take those ones home and use them for my first grow at home. Okay, okay. that's fine, because I'm go. so against autos, but if it's yeah, going no, to someone autos. else, you can have those and I'm enjoy them. The lessons I for the sake of the hot box, I reckon, yes. Well, do you think we could pull off a full plant in here? I don't think so. Well, you want to show someone in realistic terms what a plant will do. Why don't we put an auto that side and a photo period this yeah. side? Well, so we have to grow it. Well, you won't be able to anyway, because that life seems to interfere with this, and it won't really grow anyway. Exactly. So. Auto it is. Auto it is. Daniel Perkis Daniel Perkis is watching. Daniel Perkis. No, no, Neil's watching. JP, hello JP. Two at once. Okay. Like this is the story. If I'm going to give another shout out to Trichoma from last week. Yeah, of course. Trichoma. Trichoma. They dropped us with a whole bunch of stuff, and it's really difficult to get through it all in one week. We've given it our best shot, and even for the last three hours, we've been trying to put a hole in this dab, and it's just not getting any smaller. So even I'm just going to yeah. keep going, I suppose. Even this bottle of this blue moon rock, this stuff is really, really tasty. I mean, it's solid as hell. It's just 
we've been trying to smoke it for the last couple of hours now. So. Yo, making dents in it. Because I must say, shout out to Tricoma, that fucking sorbet that was here last week. I didn't yeah. even get a piece of it. Your oaks smashed it all. It was so tasty. It was, it was very nice. Was, it was very nice. So delicious. <laughs> Yeah. One test, so before yeah. we get into the test driving the bonds, yes, we are. Any more that I've <coughs> that would actually put my lights out. I so could do 20 dabs, but if I took one tug of that, I'd no, be look, I do small hits, I, I don't do hero hits. I'm not stupid. Not a university, yeah. yeah. That's a yeah, university thing, really. completely. We've got a dog, we've got a dog in stress, stressing our chair. Okay. Yeah, the dogs oh. are doing a bit of a freak out because there's a, a hell of a storm brewing out there. Hell of a storm. Oh, there's a trichoma picture from last week. So big up to those guys. They're doing great work. And they've got groovy stickers as well. You know, they go the distance. There we go. Come on. It's okay, he'll be fine. He spent four hours in the office yesterday. I locked him in the office by four shit. hours in the office, and when Myrtle got in, she thought there'd been a rat in there because she thought he's taken out all of the bottom shelves. Oh, 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 oh no, shame! <laughs> Tough life, old Zoggy, but it's okay, he's gonna chill you out now. It's a boys. So, what's on the menu tonight, Uncle? Okay, I think you had some more shout outs though before we start with the menu. You had um, some other weed, yeah? Yeah, no, we got some more weed. <laughs> we got, actually, we got, some, um, we got some seed as well from a. Uh, a local South African seed merchant called Seedy Underbelly. Okay. Yeah, Bud Dubs 420 on Twitter, and he we follow him on Twitter, and he got some really good <laughs> porn pictures of this um, one strain that he does. He's been doing this strain apparently for a few years. It's called Gummy Bear Number One, and he sent a bunch of seeds to fund the revolution, and good for him. And it's you know what? He's on Instagram. Okay. You can find him on Instagram as Seedy Underbelly. Go check out his Bud Porn and. Um, I reckon for my money, if, if there's a breeder making one thing, it's got to be cool. a nice mm. thing. Eh? If, a, you, if you're concentrating yeah, it. and you're crushing it back all the time and it's back on itself, you know, I'm so happy really to nice see this. Yeah. When you showed it to me, I was like, this is really cool. Well, there's someone that's sitting in the yeah. background doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not just trying to be there with like every strain under the sun and have every single thing you can possibly think of and trying to cross them all. This guy's focused on what he's done and he's come up with gummy bear. So, Ricky, you're from PE, yeah? You're yes, pretty much PE, Eastern Cape dude. They must be growing the shit out of that city at the moment, yeah? It's growing, the people are growing, yeah? It is, I think they've always been growing. Though, yeah, but now there's like... A lot of phone calls I get with for pre-18 September, um, a lot of people have been bust, so there's a lot of grow-ups, but I think a lot more people are growing nice little outdoor personal gardens, a lot of older people as well, you know? Nice. And are you getting any phone calls for any form of business in the cannabis industry? Most people, must, you must yes. be the conduit. Because you've been reasonably high profile. If you start checking out our story, you pop up in lots of places, right? The Con Court, the, uh, the Pretoria High Court, and around, you know? You, you're always in doing stuff in, in and around. So you must have a, a bit of a name for yourself in PE. Yeah, I think I've had more phone calls from outside of PE. Okay. Um, certainly a lot from inside PE too, Jules. But everyone seems to be after the medical licenses, you know, and uh, okay. big investment, and that's where well, most of the questions come to. You know, I just had a thing come up on the phone now for a medical uh, seminar, medical cannabis seminar in a posh hotel in Santon. Yeah. They want yes. 200 US dollars entrance fee for a day. Oh, 200, man, it's not on the fucking people. phone now. It's a nine to five seminar, but they've got Ethan Russo. Eh? It's like they know something that we don't know. They got, well, they've got Ethan Russo. Yeah, especially if you're quoting your price in dollars. And yeah, 200 US 
dollars is a, just such an exclusive fucking thing to say. Why don't you say three thousand round? It's kind of the yeah. same thing, but why do you put it in USD? Really it's fucking bizarre. Do you get many queries um, from people wanting to help uh, help with setting up cannabis clubs? Yes, yes, I do indeed. Do you have an answer for them yet? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm working on it. Because uh, uh, sure. it's all a bit grey, you know. But we're working on it as, as, uh, ourselves in a practical way, you know. We're going to put people on seats and give them weed and say it's private. I don't know how we do. We break the boundaries all the time. Yes. Well, I was saying to Buzz earlier, you know, before the show. That, I mean, I've read the judgment a few times. It's a, a seminal court. They really deliver and pronounce um, groundbreaking legal precedents, you know. Um, and they were very clear uh, that they didn't touch dealing and yeah. what the outcome is. Yeah. You know, it's private use, private cultivation in private. So, sure, there might be a little bit of grey area, but if you look at the definition of deal in in the Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act, um, as you will know, it's very broad, so it goes outside of sale, it um, yeah. deals with supply, manufacture. Um, but the, the, the kicker there then is it, it also touches on any act in connection there with, so like a club, even if you're maybe paying a membership fee, if the point of that fee is to get cannabis, then it could still fall within that definition. But we'll be, have some creative and brave people. Um, it's brave. it's going to take some brave people to oh, actually yes. push the boundaries and get caught and get charged so they can fight it, basically. You need to have harm done before you can fight this shit. It's like Mark Emery in the street this week. Did you see sure. him in the no, street? And outside Ontario's legal weed government co-op outside on the streets like fucking minus two you can see it there's a fucking wind howling through the street montreal he's dressed to the hill and he's selling everything he's got with weed leaves on because as of the other day it became illegal to have any iconography of a weed leaf on anything in ontario province dispersing of info as well yeah oh it's yeah. coming books because it's it's um it's it's to it's do with the children it's, it's, it's to do with the children and keeping the children safe so we went to Ground zero for where the government sells it. They stood outside and started selling fucking stuff like the literally like this, 420. And he had a big, huge, um, his favourite, uh, what's he do? Ice hockey guys. Yes. Yeah, ice yeah. hockey. And he's got a big ice hockey thing that says 420 all over it because mm -hmm. that is an icon of weed culture. And they're trying to stamp it out. And they didn't fucking arrest him, though. No? They didn't. Mm -hmm. There were two cops there all the time. It's a live feed. We watched it live. We there were tuning in. Fucking go for it, bro. We were that right <laughs> there behind him. But the Canadian cops must be much of arresting old Mark. Mm. Yeah, he's in his arrested thirty odd times. Easy, easy, but you know, if, if his local cop shot was deep slurred, he wouldn't even fucking think twice about pulling off a caper like that. Bro. Get fucking necklace, <laughs> man. But like, so, but I can see, I can kind of see where Canada's going with this, though, because if we do, once again, look at things like tobacco. And alcohol, alcohol not so much, but tobacco, we see that now where they're trying to push for plain packaging. We know there's no form of advertising. Mm -hmm. So, in my mind, it wouldn't be a stretch of the imagination to see government wanting to copy-paste those dynamics of legislation rather than even open it. Because maybe it shouldn't be advertised. Maybe, like, I hate fucking alcohol ads. Yeah. I feel like in the real world, I believe if for, if for alcohol ads, they should put... For every second or a minute that they have an amazing alcohol ad of best times, daddy's yard, spring box winning, all that shit, they should have to run same time slot a negative ad of a dude fucking up his wife and killing a family because mm. he's in his seven series and he offs a taxi so, mm. and he walks away. So maybe 
that isn't a bad thing. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't have any advertising. You know, if it's all fair and equal, and they do that for, for alcohol advertising, then do it the same for weed and, and things like that. But it's got to be balanced, hey? It's it can't right. be one is kiff and the other one is not. Since the days of with the street value of, they've always been paranoid about the amount of money that people, other people make out of it. Mm. it. That is the crime. It's to en enrich your life almost. The weed's this secondary thing that they fucking burn in public with hard hats on, remember? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Long ago. Any more shout-outs before we move on to our first Yeah, no, it's cooking weed. out here. Uh, Bradley hates alcohol. I advertise him as well. And um, who's now... Um, Maxine's met Ethan, and I admit I would like to see Ethan Russo as well. In fact, I'm going to write to that Larney Hotel and say, um, if it wasn't for us, you wouldn't be able to have fucking seminars like this, so how about a free ticket? Right. Nice. Yeah, uh, Lens, lens. Cleared it. Cleared it. Uh, it's invite only. Well, I've got an invite, Maxine, so if you want it, you can have it, but it's 200 <laughs> US. And um, Arno has now put his armor deadlies in the ground. Well, they're doing well tonight, Brew. This is great weather. And Charles Henning says, LSD excites you, not calms you, shows you how little they understand about drugs. Yes. So I'm not sure which programs he's on at the moment. But <laughs> <laughs> I just need to say something. Actually, maybe I want to bring it up next week. Only since you're watching, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I saw you posted something about regular hemp seed versus... Chinese hemp seed and these things with giant like mango yeah, posts. Yeah. <laughs> is this a repost? Is yeah. it a repost? The repost. He posted them a while back. Okay. So there's no chance that Father Kushmas would just send us some of these hemp seeds to compare, just like one or two Chinese on air, because these things look massive, dude. Yeah, they're massive. Man, you're saying as big as a pinky nail, so it's as big as a rascal. Big as a rascal. Any idea what this is? Clonex. Don't drink it. Don't eat it. <laughs> don't dab it. Don't, don't give it to me. <laughs> so this is this to dip a thing into plant it? Yeah, that was from last week's episode. So what what um what exactly is it? Like hormones. 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 Okay. Nice color. Okay. okay. So I don't need to give it to cats or anything like that. Apparently it's not organic, you should rather use Olympia Ah, all that. Uh, this is last I use like oh, uh, flowers of sulfur. I guess so. It's like, you know what? Um, I mean, in South Africa, to that to get into the country, you're gonna pay for it. You're gonna pay. What are you gonna pay for it? You can use aloe, which we have growing all mm. over the country, mm. and it can reach your plants just as easily. Okay. So, did you cover that last week at all? A little bit, too, but yeah. Okay. Was so, fast over your like all aloe planting. is pretty much the same, yeah. Pretty much. Aloe juice is pretty much the same throughout all aloes. You know, aloe vera's got this. More than others. Well. That's fucking me, I didn't know that. We used to put flowers of sulfur. And it's like eight round a kilo. You get bucket loads of, of um, yeah, it's yellow and it stinks of rotten what? eggs. <clears throat> and uh, on any any cutting, like a geranium, anything, you dip it in the flowers of sulfur <clears throat> because it actually, it's an antiseptic, it cauterizes it there yes. and then and it, it stresses it and needs to. Right, so I don't know what, uh, this looks like. 21st century voodoo. I think the Nazis used that all the sulfur finish. That's awesome. I could actually fill out another one in there. Okay, so you're not completely speechless, Lev? No, yeah. not yet. Oh, cool. It does not pull through. It was, yeah, a little bit tight. You've got to put it hard. A little bit tight. Is there too much water in it, perhaps? No. It's probably the bowl that's a bit tight. Yeah. Don't smoke it. That's what we were pushed when we were smoked. Okay, first story of the week. First story. Cool. 
Okay, nobody knows what it is. And go. Okay, cool. So, for those of you who don't know yet, South Africa's having its first cannabis expo. Uh, we first heard about this probably about a month and a half, two months ago. So, to give you guys an idea, uh, if you want to go get my full rambling thoughts on it, go check out the link at the Heiko. I did a bit of an article about it. But this, now they title themselves as the first cannabis expo in South Africa and the biggest and first of its kind in Africa. And credit where it's due, I know there's been conventions and D-Days, but I think it is the first official thing of its kind. Like three by three stalls in this yeah. clinical thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, and this is a legit thing. This thing's been run by the chick who founded Sexpo. Mm. So these oaks know their business. And to give full full credit to Myrtle for this line, these people clearly have an uncle in the more space business. Mm -hmm. Because what they've been able to do now is in Mendlin, in Pretoria, they're having a, a three, four day thing. It's from the 13th to the 16th of December. Uh, they say the Cannabis, Cannabis Expo is coming to Africa. The Cannabis Expo is the global marketplace for education, innovative products, and businesses serving the cannabis industry and its medicinal, agricultural, and lifestyle <laughs> aspects. Internationally, every major country hosts at Canyon annual Cannabis Expos that attract tens of thousands of people each, from the USA to Germany to Australia. So these guys are basically going to book about 50 stalls. And if you want to go have a stall there, it's from 17 to about 60 grand to go have a stall there. And expo prices. It's the expo, expo prices. prices. It's, 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 all this is is another commodity with the same... They kind of are like... They're the guys that did Sexpo. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm. Sexpo. Yeah. They, they basically are expo creators. They just industry. all... That's what they do. So they've stalled this and they're like, yes. <coughs> I mean, if they look at what's happening in... LA, right? I mean, in Las Vegas right now, the biggest con. What's the MJ Biz? Yeah, MJ Biz. That's oh, yes, where L yes, from last yes, week's yes, episode yes, is there yeah. now at the mm. moment. And he says that those those halls are, they actually dwarf like the dome. Yeah, we'll say Six like, domes six. in a row are what he's looking at in America. Like, that's wow. the kind of yeah, size yeah. of expo centers that they yeah. do. Exactly. You, so, you really have to go there with some running shoes um, to get around this place in and a bag with some water. In most of the places where these expos happen, it's pretty much on the way to legalization. Yeah? They wouldn't have one of those in the middle of Texas. No. It said they, they are in quasi-legalized places around mm -hmm. the world, yeah. in legalized states or for medical or recreational. And these guys came to us and we've got this decriminalization at only just or, you know, and it's all very weird. They, they fucking say, all the stuff that's on here couldn't possibly be personal use, actually, you know, if it's all in one place. So there's all these grey areas. We might get onto that in a minute with you again. But um, they came to us thinking that it was something it wasn't. And they thought that they would have lots of bong dudes and lots of paraphernalia dudes and lots of people selling weed, actually. They wanted it, they wanted it all on the plate. And vape lounges and... I think they're going to have a vape lounge, but I have no idea what they're going to vape. What are they going to vape? Fucking well, private. Because it's a the private tickets space. say no cannabis. do CBD. Yeah, it'll be, it has to be a CBD everything. It's a CBD show, not a fucking cannabis show. Well, that's the point there. Yeah. That in itself yeah. is... Um, I believe you'll go. You, we've got a stall there. Well, they haven't referred to my email. No, but I thought, okay, I thought we had a... A three by three somewhere, or linking onto uh, somebody. I replied and said yes, please, but we need to um, be next to thing for reasons. Yeah. So we might be there. We we're not. There. We're not sure. We're not sure. It's up to them if they if they want to give us a spot on that. I think we've also been very honest with them because my initial reaction, my I'll give you my first interaction with these people as a high co perspective. I never heard about these people. Got an email out of the blue. Said hi. We're doing this thing. Here's our prices. And it looks shush. Just to the max, credit to these motherfuckers know what they're doing, and that's great. Yeah. But 
I didn't know them from a bar of soap. And I, my, my immediate reaction was I got real fucking butthurt about it. Because I was like, it's nice that you oaks are here now. But are you just going to throw any money in the kitty? Because the job's only half done with legalization, you know. There's a lot of work ahead. And you guys, I don't, you haven't been around. So I was polite, like, thanks, but no thanks. But I'm sure it's going to be interesting and it'll get hype. And it got a lot of attention immediately. Even though these guys have made very little effort to this point to really promote what's going on. People became aware of it, and I saw online immediately people were like, fuck these oaks, it's too expensive, how is this accessible for local oaks? You can't have weed there, as Joe was saying. There's no cannabis allowed. It says on copy ticket, no cannabis, the first thing it says there. So, I don't know, guys. It's just the first interaction was... was vaping. Do you know what it was? It was like, it was, it's like your first time with the chick, and you go straight for the battle. And I was like, no, wait, Oaks. Wait, Oaks. Start at first base. Start at first okay, base. Okay, we got the visuals with that. And so then we go. more of like a cannabis support industry. So like nutrients and fertilizers and ice yeah. and tents. But no seeds, because no seeds is cannabis. Like when you go to agro, the agriculture, agro farmers thing. No medicines, no... It's all very, my, my parting shot to them after the meeting was actually, you're, you're a few years too early. It's nice, but you're in the wrong place, doing the wrong vibe. It's, it's a bit too corporate too quickly, and I think it's offended a lot of people that are just living in the mountains with tie-dye on, and they're coming down to a 17 grand shell. They should be embracing the cannabis culture by fucking dishing out a load of smaller things for less if people want to come out. But there's nobody I know that has a product, really, that you could put there. Arne's got his um, the, the brilliant, uh, the liposomal CBDs, mm -hmm. yeah. and um, there are some great CBD products around that we've been testing here over the weeks, mm. but that's about it. Hemp clothes, I suppose. What are you going to do, sell biodiesel digesters for yeah. fucking hemp or what? I think it really it is, it is aimed at supporting industries, as I imagine a big chunk of NJ Biz is. So once I chilled and I realized that maybe Big picture, this is better for weed, because it isn't about me, it's about the plant. So I think, yeah, progress for progress sake, but it is. And I think if once you read between the lines on their site, it is aimed at supporting industry. Okay, well, I, I had this vision, if we did get a stall, I'd print these tiny little things about this bit, and uh, we just hand it out to everybody, and it's a sticker that says, remember all those people that are doing four years in new cop prisons? Mm -hmm. They're still yeah. fucking there, and you guys are all doing 17 grand stalls to sell your fucking CBD, cold press, hemp, whatever the fuck yeah. it is. Yeah. What about the people that are still languishing with... Yes, this is how many people do we know between us that have still got serious charges? There's me? Someone. Yes. <laughs> no. yeah, I'm a dealer, I'm a dealer. No, I've just met up a, a, a few days ago with someone who's just gone over three years in Sun City for weed. Three years. Three years Sun City. Yes, for possession. Oh. Well, I'm not sure of the full circumstances, but um, sweet person, really, really nice dude. Okay, and is he like dazed and confused and bombshelled and he's connected wow. with his family you know what, and spending I'm time with his kids? And last night on the uh, on my Twitter feed, Vice UK, there's a. There's a guy that's documented tattoo art in Polsmore, an English guy, and he got in and he did uh, like a two-year project filming all of these guys' tattoos, and they picked 12 of the best, and you just scroll through them on Vice UK, uh, tattoos from the most hectic prison yeah, in the world. It starts, these guys here, the 28th, they teach you a lesson with sodomy. Yeah. And then he goes on from there, <laughs> and then these fucking brilliant high-res pictures of street of, of, of tattoos and all the meanings and fucking yeah cool anyway oh, that has nice. nothing to do with cannabis <laughs> who, who else we got here uh whoa chris j 
Viva the Expo to the next level. I would love to say something about Babylon, hipsters and the world. Yeah, wouldn't we all? <laughs> so we're going to try and run a poll here. We're going to run this YouTube or Facebook? Both. So on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, so the question's pretty straightforward. Are you going to go to the Cannabis Expo? Whether just as a person, because it's, it's only one fifty a ticket. It's in, it's in Pretoria, then early next year. It's in Cape Town, then a bit after that's in Durban, I believe, yeah? I've got it, yeah. So let me give you the dates. It's in Pretoria from the 13th to the 16th of December this year. It's in Cape Town next year from the 4th to the 7th of April. Um, and it's in Durban. So in Cape Town, it's at the Grand West. It's in Durban at Sabaya from the 6th to the 9th of June. And <coughs> I was, like I was saying, it's 150 ahead if you're just regular public and you want to go in. So whether you're going to go in as public person or not, Jules, even if we don't have a table there, that doesn't work out, are you going to go? No. No. No, but I'm different. Eh? I'm in the thick of it. I'm, when I don't go there for a weekend to talk about weed. I go as far away from possible from weed to not talk about it. I can't do a fucking weekend. You I do will all be day. as far away as possible. Well, they, You'll we, be in Vienna. This is the drug policy the thing is, this is the future and I'll get to go to one one day. But the day that there's some little chicken comes out with a fucking dab rig and an e-nail on it and she's, she's there going, try this bro. And that's like Spanabis and everywhere else that we went. And once you've done it and you've gone round and you've got free dabs from everybody and you blaze the fuck, this is lame shit. But it'll evolve. But hope not in Mendelin, eh? Because it's like fucking Babylon Deluxe, eh? It's a terrible fucking venue to pick. And it's right next to the casino. And there's a waterfall. And it's all cool. It's all outside, yeah? So it's cheaper than we think. It's an outside parking lot. Okay. And it's around the, 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 the waterfall is actually like a roundabout with a water feature. And uh, they've done. There's been a couple of gigs there. Dirk's been there to see other folks doing other gigs okay. there. So it's a well-heeled trail of sort of exhibition space. Joe, you're gonna go. If we have the stand there, yes, Great. I will be and running it. Great. If not, I uh, will have to see what things are like. You know? Curiosity like killed the cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, might go. I might go. Dave Fisher, are you going? Hello, Dave. Uh, Yellowman's on here. And so is Brendan Lamarina. Hello from Margate. Fuck Margate, bro. That's the that's ground zero for the war half the time. Get ready for the holidays, motherfucker. Ricky, you tended to go to this cannabis expo, man. Uh, I'm not sure. Eh? I believe they got the venue for free, so. They that got nice. the venue for free. Yeah, Fuck, so I never knew. That's a nice little bit of inside track. Well, I mean, the, the communities, you know, that. Mm -hmm. I've been dealing with in the car, we extended an invitation as well, um, with some terms and conditions. But it's just, it's like you referred to the MJ Biz, that's like a, a expo where there's already an established industry. Mm. So it's interesting to know who would shell out that amount of money that's right. for a stall, um, even a, a sizable one, and what they're going to display. Because what any industries that they are dealing with cannabis up until even now, I guess. Right now, today, um, next week. You know, I mean, even the CBD mm. with the rescheduling is still... Uh, totally brutal. It's not great. It's pretty clear it's been rescheduled. It's weird how nobody actually remembers that shit. Even but yesterday, anyway. there's another whole CBD epic going on at Fields of Green for All's office with another company, and it's fucking hemp. It's a hemp flower from the middle <coughs> of Central Europe. It's not like a, a, hemp, a, 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 a CBD cannabinoid from medical cannabis that's been put through the mill. This is like another thing altogether. And now what people are turning it into from things that it's not, it's quite extraordinary what I'm listening to. And it, this expo thing is going to, it'll just wind me up until the day that there's fucking dab rigs and 
little chicks with, you know, like the wheelie thing, you know, got the, the wheelie thing that puts, and it's a, you know, like the... A wheelchair. What do you call it? A, a, a raffle. Pick a number. The, the pick, a, pick a number and they spin it round and it's got a pitch with the blades and that's what you ring. And it goes click, 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 click. Like, like, and as it's, <laughs> but in you know, Barcelona, there's some absolutely fucking astonishingly beautiful young women with necks to fuck all on spinning these things all day. For stoners can get blades and bombs and stuff. and, and Gang side. Oh, yeah, no, that's a great thing. We never, we never actually did that at 420. Yet. Cool, yeah. Yet. D Day. Yeah. <laughs> Where the D stands for double D. <laughs> no, no, no. no, I'm not a fan of sexploitation. Unless yeah. chicks want to own it, if chicks want to do that, cool for you. But then you take all the money because I don't believe no woman need no pope. <laughs> write that down. In fact, write a blues song about that. Sing it to I believe in all burning and all twisting. Dan, you gotta go, man. Probably. Curiosity, yeah. Yeah. I know, I stay in there. Curiosity, I have to know about what's happening. Okay, well. Because being what I do, I need to know what's happening, what technology, what, sure. what kind of people are bringing. What to the up to the market? Great man, because you know what? You can be the eyes and ears. I reckon we will get fine. a story in the end. Oh, we'll feel better. Could this be like a farmers market? You know, it's going to be literally people selling farm industry or plant industry products and packaging industry products and the industry. All these people that are in the industry and trying to sell it, they just literally it's just like any expo you go to. Okay. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, I, don't, um, um, I, I, saw, I saw a plan for 50, 62 shells. They showed, they showed us a plan for 62 3x3. It's tiny, but for the first one, at that price, you know, if you sold, if you sold 62 of them at half that price, I don't know, maybe I'm totally out of touch, but I did exhibitions for years with another product altogether. And um, you never get anything out of an exhibition, you're just exhibiting. You are swapping business cards in the hope that you are going to pay it forward at some point. There's never any real trade there. What are you going to do? Get your 17 grand backs doing red riz. Red riz. Yeah, that's like, I suppose Amber Cup did that, but I prefer an Amber Cup. That's all they do is sell leads of other people to other people. That's all they do. Scum of the earth, lad. Scum of the earth. I might go show specials. Well, I reckon we could probably get a stall if we, you know, we could swap a stall for our extensive email list to um, some serious cannabis culture. Sell everyone's details. Are you going? Are you going, bro? Uh, that is the big question. Before we get there, one of the texts is saying we should do a show from there. That's a very good idea. Uh, uh, yeah. What day of the week is it? Let's check it out. Okay. See if that's possible. Special podcast. I'll be in. Um, Bert and I are in Europe for it. We're actually. That means you're going to have to go. We will get to. to or not. <laughs> uh, I want to go because I want to go. Um, so, like I was saying initially, I was a bit battered, but then I started seeing the big picture about it being the plant. But also, I started seeing uh, companies and local brands who I do trust and respect buying in. So I'm not going because of who's organising it, but I'm going because of the community that'll be there. Hopefully, yeah. So I do want to meet Oaks and my dad. And you know what I find with obstacles like this, it's hard to push ego aside, but you just got to go head on. Because like it or not, it is happening. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Any other expo, the people that have the money to go to the expo, go to the expo. If you don't have the money, you don't go. Unfortunately, that's how it is. Like with Hobby X, for instance, Green Thumb, we went there. We were able to go there. There was no other grow shops that were there, but that's just how it is. And if yeah, you've got somebody serious hobby somewhere, you know. That's yeah. the thing. Someone <laughs> will want to fucking do this certain thing, but to get into an expo, if you, you you know you gotta have the money to get in. Unfortunately, for the people that don't, they don't, and then it's just 
True story. Work on it. Try harder. That's how it is. Try harder. Work, work on it. Get it. That's, that's what those people yeah. made. That, that's what Push they did. It. Well, so. Myrtle and I will actually be away yeah, when it good. is on. It's actually moot whether we would go or not because we're not here mm. while this one's on. But if you but, um, I'm glad we got some ears there and I'm, we'll listen to your opinions when we get back. Because it is the future, it's not going away. And as you say, sixty stalls is small, again, but um, Just walk around. it's in a weird place with a yeah, weird price today. tag at the moment. Mm. It can only be afforded by some pretty big fucking players. I know one of the two of the names that are buying in, and they, to them, you turn it into their currency, and it's like fucking lunch. Well, the thing is, certain companies have to represent their brand in the country. Certain international products that are trying to that have representatives in the country will make sure that that product is being represented. Right. So yeah. <coughs> it's also cool to so see what is in the country that you might not know of. It's going to be now on show because if the country, if the head office doesn't see this and say, "Well, look, but good point. Very good. Kind of stupid thing. Yeah, no, it's a very good point. So BioBiz would be. And I suppose there's collabs going on for 3x3 three three or 3 6x3 three for 3 people or something. I'm sure people are making the plan. But uh, I, I, I was the same kind of butthurt because I'm hearing it more and more and nobody's coming, with, nobody's coming from our angle. They're all coming from this angle of who the fuck are these people? What were they doing all along? Yeah. And look at what we fucking went through so they can have a poxy mm. show in Mendling. Mm. Fuck! That's what you think all yeah. the time. Because that's how we're conditioned with the fucking sweat and the fear that we've been through. And the uncertainty and the pioneering. These cunts come along with their 20 grand shells. Yes, as it drives me mental sometimes. But go and have a good time and um, see how many freebies you can get. I'm, I'm an XL for anything, all right? Sweet. <laughs> you can't like the joint in there. Loud cello. Well, that's <laughs> quite too loud. You can try. Dirk Blum. Find the private space. Dirk Blum in the house. Should we take some cones? We'll, we'll take some cones and we'll take some tape. And we'll cordon off a space. And we'll say this is our private space. Even in the smoking yeah. section we'll do it, we'll do it outside uh, the smoking yeah. section. And these are, this is prerequisite to oh. just hand them out to yeah. everybody. Yeah, no, you know, no, there's a hell of a lot of people walking around that show, I would imagine, that would have a fuck all idea what stay lit means. Mm. And yeah. that's, mm. Until everyone in the room knows what stay lit means, I'm not going. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone needs to know the secret handshake. If yeah. you can't draw the joint, you can't get in. Right. Checky pockets for red ribs. Any more shout outs? I wonder if they're going to be searching people going in. <laughs> Looks like the casinos are behind the scenes here with the Expo. That's a fucking very good point. <laughs> Off road SA. Oh my goodness. And Epic Void Cena. We are seriously considering going yes. Epic Void are breeders. The Hotbox hot Expo edition. Is it on a Thursday anyway? It is, yeah. But they close at six. But they allow us they to close at six. They close at six. We'll shoot some links and shoot, then shoot some the footage and then do it's a couple of links. inserts of mm. near fuck. Walk around and yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh, uh. yeah I think we might have to do it like not a live thing. Go get there. Go do get some do, do something. Hey, can I stick my camera in your face? Can, cool. Yeah, we'll bring we all can, that shit. We can speak to Juan from uh, Mikasa. His restaurants just up That's the road. Right. We can shoot it from there. Okay. Fantastic. Good idea. Yeah. Pour a chicken. Private, private. He knows. He knows this. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 chicken, he's the man to talk to. Who in? So, so uh, what was the first question? 
Are you going to the expo? Oh, is that okay? Yeah. Well, that was long, eh? On the poll, say yay, nay, maybe, maybe. You're telling me it's quarter eight. We've just done the first thing. This show gets worse. I'm going to switch it off again. It fucking goes on and on and on. You must be bored to freaking tears out there. It's quarter to eight. We've only got the first thing. What's the second one? So. I don't want to say about this. I don't want to say about it either. So this one, my headline is apples. Ex- I mean, apples. Pupils expelled for smoking an apple a day. But the real headline is watch. Pupils face disciplinary action after duckle apple video goes viral. This was on Times Live. Guys, we can play this one full screen just without the audio because I don't want it to get YouTube for the tune that's on this. <laughs> but as they're playing that, let me give you the story. So they say seven pupils from Novelsuch High School in Bloemfontein Free State are facing disciplinary action after a video of them smoking dacha through an apple went viral. It's because they ate it. Well, we're getting there, we're getting there. I thought that was the best bit about it. Free State Department of Education spokesperson Howard Adabo said on Friday that the incident happened in May. However, the video of the grade 8 and grade 9 pupils only surfaced on social media earlier this week. Grade 8 and grade 9 means you what, like 13, 14, so, yeah. 15? No, it's <coughs> 14, 14, 15. 15. It's our old standard 6, standard 7. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, it happened in May, blah, blah, blah. In the video, the pupils wearing school uniforms are seen holding an apple with a dacha joint stuck in the top. Dacha joint. The dacha apple joint. has a small hole in the side where each pupil is taking a drag. It circulates between the pupils. At the end of the video, the pupils bite into the apple and eat it. When dacha is smoked through an apple, it is believed the user's breath will not smell of the substance. Is that true? I, I reckon it's a really good first aid, yeah. You're not holding the joint. But you're inhaling the smoke and exhaling the yeah, smoke. Yeah, but, you, but uh, your fingers are the thing that smells uh, the most. If you're holding something else... Yeah, no, it's, uh, but this is like it's my generation as well. This was being done when I was in the roach same clips. standard... What's a roach clip? It's like a fancy yes. way to smoke a joint so that you don't smell. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like if but you take have a dab or bomb, you don't smell what we do. You see, what, what this actually yeah. is, is another generation that does have this. Mm. Mm. Let's film it. It's yeah. so much fun and put it out there without thinking because everyone does and now it goes pear-shaped. We didn't have that shit in those days, so yeah. we all got away with it in the car. In the car so they'll all get expelled. Well, you know, well, that video so just made it onto the wrong way. <laughs> <group, laughs> they're giving it a good pull, eh? This is not amateur fucking <laughs> five minutes, eh? faces after it leaked. Okay. Well, I saw the real deal on Twitter the minute I woke up in the yeah. morning, and I think it just it maybe it was like a heartwarming reminisce to me. Yeah. Oh fuck, are they still doing that? It's like 40, 50, 40 odd years later. Yeah. They're still being tugged out of an apple or anything. <coughs> it was mostly an apple in England because you don't get like exotic fruit and shit in England in the nineteen seventies. That or potato, if you're in so, Ireland. So um, this will be going whether it's legal or not. This will be going on whatever. Kids will be kids at this point, and the pricks only got uh, the, the, the only thing wrong with it is they got caught because they shouldn't have got caught. Because how many fucking apples have been smoked in the last sixty episodes of the Hot Box? Yeah. Well, what we could do in one of the future episodes, now that it's summertime, we can um, with the desk cam teach people how to make different kinds of fruit. <laughs> well, we should do an apple bomb. Kitty's uh, half out. Also, one of my first introductions at school for before athletics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were off school. And there was a re- did you ever you find out if there was a reason that it was a piece of fruit? Then. Was it for any reason other than just to be? No, it, bef- it was with the athletes from hostel. 
Um, and you've got an apple with lunch or breakfast, whatever, you know. So and is it purposely done mindfully that you don't stink of weed? Or is it just to make a different flavour? Or boys will be boys? Or a potato? Or a fucking whatever? Yeah. Well, I, I never actually saw that before. It was just an apple bomb in, yeah. in the day. Because yeah. now... Well, you don't take a joint inside. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Make a hole and put the flipping weed inside the weed. You don't have any risla. That's what you do. Okay. Use something. Just even an earth pipe. Yeah, this was cool, mate. Earth pipe on the ground. How would you school master to find an actual bomb? It's easy to get rid of an apple. Right, there's the other thing. There you go. Okay, now you see this is all. they've already got a joint, so they can't. What do they do with the roach? Someone eats the roach. They eat the apple, man. Right, they eat the apple. And then they fucking have, they've got no zol on their breath. I think it's yeah, pretty sharp, but the sharp, unsharpest thing in the whole thing was somebody had airtime to fucking put it up on I Facebook. Know, <laughs> that, was, that was the most stupid thing of all. In school uniforms. Because we all did that. I'm not going to lie, my first, and I, it was weird. I grew up in a home where everything was just around. Weed. I could have done anything, and I was a late bloomer with it. I was 15 when I smoked my first joint. I could have smoked when I was from seven, because I was smoking cigarettes at seven or eight. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so it was there, but, but everyone starts at that age, and like the Oaks are saying, you know, the fuck up you, you like his mate, I'm not saying you should be smoking, but the fuck up your mate was getting caught, because mm. we didn't. That's, That's right. So Do you I think don't if there'd been cell phones though in our day, we would have been caught? Yes. yes. <laughs> Dude, so it would have been followed up by dick pics galore. The pros galore. of technology <laughs> right there with the cons of technology, Dude. yeah. Oh, it's necessity. <laughs> Charles, how about an apple juice bong then? Yeah. How about putting an apple tizer in there? Sus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I think maybe we should just try to put it here. You can put like Lucozade or you can put like Boros. I've done red wine in my time, but it's yeah. hideous. Yeah. Vanilla Coke. Winter, winter in England, putting like fucking, what, what do you call it? Glue vine in the pot. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Sus, man. So I, I've heard theories. I've never done it myself though. Maybe hey, we should Ray, do it. Raymond, yeah. fuck you, Raymond. Hello, Raymond. Hello, oh, Raymond. People say you should put warm water in your bomb because it's like more mm -hmm. soothing for your throat. You certainly would. I mean, in the north of England, a freezing cold place, you'd actually put warm something in your bomb. Yeah, sure. Ice cold bomb. Really? Yeah. Ice cold, eh? Not cold. Yeah, it's it's like cold enough as yeah. it is. I mean, you check how it's gone. The temperature's gone down a bit because of the rain outside. Yeah, We're fucking pumping for 10 minutes before this show. It's a <coughs> we need NSA cannabis cup. Raymond, where were you? We had one about a month ago, but it was a bit secret. Yeah, and it's well, not the SA one. Let's be no, real. It's not SA. It's the Green Network one. But it was a cup. It was a fun cup. But but we know what you mean. Watch the space. So Ricky, you will say something. Do you think you rate they expelled the kids, eh? I don't know. Look, it's silly to have done that and on, 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 on filmed it, you know. But I guess uh, what social media is. Uh, people just can't resist. So. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, if it means likes, fucking hey. Yes, but it, it was uh, irresponsible, I think, of those children. But it's, it's going to be interesting, you know, there are going to be challenges yeah. for parents and for schools, mm. particularly with the private thing. Uh, so I guess it all comes down to the, the individuals, you know, and how they deal with the plant and the, you know, they just got to have respect for it. That's it. At yeah. the end of the day. Because they're saying in the article at the end, that the parents and the cops got involved, but the school has been reasonable. And they said, we haven't expelled them, it's exam time. Mm. Okay. So, All right. it's cool. Because yeah. also when I was a kid, I was in a situation at my school where they shot a friend of mine and also stabbed him a few times. But they yeah. let those lighties finish their exams. Okay, okay, but they didn't film that. 
I wish they had. The fucking high school snuff. It definitely does. I mean, I represented a kid a few years ago who got caught um, trading cannabis on, on school, you know, and he wasn't expelled because expulsion is the worst kind of punishment. Remember, the point of discipline is not to punish you, it's so he was a, a model student, you know, and that's not, not that, that is, that's an excuse, but he then committed to be more responsible and, and actually became a good leader in the school, you know, nice. because they did give him that opportunity. But it was an intensive disciplinary hearing, I won't lie to you. Okay. They were keen to get rid of him. Yes, yes, but they're all two-faced when it comes to that. It's all about the shareholders at that point. They all go and fucking schnaff at the weekend and do a whole bunch of shrooms in the woods. You know, everyone, most teachers have turned onto stuff. They're like libertarian and they, uh, they've been through varsity themselves. They've done all the fucking drugs, most teachers, I find, yeah. in my life. They've, they're very wide open to mm. most things. So they get a bit hypocritical with that. And I think that at that point, if they didn't expel him, it was because the teacher that was meant to be doing the expelling had, saw his own life flash in front of his eyes, you know? because yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. Totally, totally. Most, but most parents, a lot of parents forget what it's like to be like 19 and 20 anymore. Imagine, I can't imagine being 19 and 20, what a 19 and 20 year old has to deal with now. Fuck, yeah, yeah. I know, it's too much. Even from when, yeah. Pressure. Aubrey Rudman. Hello, Aubrey. I don't really recognize your name. Welcome, what's up, great show. Uh, is SA going to have coffee shops like Amsterdam? Well, yes, I think yes, because people place. are doing it, but not but as open. Not as open, yeah. Okay. I know people are, I'm going to be real, I'm seeing people all around just saying, open my doors, come buy your weed and fuck off, or come buy your weed and chill. So I think the club thing's happening, but it'll never be as public as Amsterdam. Do you think, think we can actually swamp the system with so many benign little societies that have just grown some weed for themselves. It's obvious as fuck that nobody's harming anybody anywhere here. We're no, nobody's making loads of money. It's obvious people aren't making loads of money, but at least they've, they've got a, a, a safe place to smoke weed. Yeah. Right now, you would have to talk with your local cops quite heavily to be left alone at the moment. But I, I think it's possible. I reckon well, if it's a private space and you take your own weed to smoke and they're not yes, selling it could be a different thing. It's just, it just is that... that the, the extraction, the, the exchange, exchange of, of yeah. stuff. Okay. Same as for usually on money at some point in time, you know. So yeah, like yeah, that green you, zone that they were going to do. But in you could probably money. buy a coffee for the normal price of coffee and get a free joint. Well, uh, but that's still dealing. Man. <coughs> you I see, feel you, like that's you don't have dealing. to exchange money to deal because in, in our founding affidavit in 2010, the affidavit yes, we're running with us. I'm just saying that would be the easier way to do it then. Because James Grant um, also says even gifting is dealing. Yeah, yes, no, you don't. It's just the exchange yeah. and supply. So you must it doesn't bring have to be sold. You would have to provide it. But it's the, per the person that is giving it is the felon. The person who's receiving it is actually <coughs> less of a felon yes. in law. It's the guy that's in, the person who's instigating mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. is the danger. Yes, the, like the dealer. There yeah. could be like uh, equipment there, mate, and you bring your own stuff, you know. Okay. But then and there's very blades key. available. Bongs. Okay. So that kind of and coffee. 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 Sounds like a good so plan. So people can't like you know. Walk into it. Walk into um, it stupidly. So there's, there's, there's one of these on the thing. They bring the fucking coffee like the man says here. They bring the coffee and that. It's already yeah. loaded. And you just you put the sugar in the coffee and they hand you this and you just go whack. Yes. Coffee bar. Yes. Can I clean your bongs, sir? <laughs> <laughs> but if we had to get really like 
crazy nitty-gritty about the dealing thing because we were having this debate beforehand as well like if I light this joint now and I pass it to Dan to have a puff on I've effectively supplied him with <coughs> cannabis mm -hmm. even right. though it's in a private space in, a, in, in the nittiest grittiest way I have just dealt <coughs> so is, is he over that 19? even illegal? I, I wouldn't say that that <laughs> could be construed to be that because one of the provisions as well when it comes to the private space is that we're in the presence of consenting adults mm. so obviously then um, if you're share. in the presence of con uh, consenting adults you could share it with each other so orgy rules pretty much <laughs> 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 the swinging dab privates not just privates privates with an s on it privates swinging drug I'm broken, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> so our next story of the week. God damn it. And Jules, you went to this big sort of raster thing <coughs> that happened at like Uniso somewhere. I'm going to get the name of it. Community in Darba Conference on the Legalization and Decriminalization of Dhaka in South Africa. Oh, so we heard about this last minute. So I have no cooking idea what it was really about or what went down. This was, it happened, it was big. <laughs> But it wasn't. It wasn't like it didn't register on Facebook <coughs> radar. No, it didn't. That. It's not that kind of thing, and the kind of clientele that go are not really in that paradigm. They never are somehow. It wasn't a Rasta thing. The Rastafari were well represented because okay. one of the keynote speakers was Gareth Prince. And what the idea of this is, is not only do, does weed get decriminalized and eventually legalized, and everybody can benefit from it. But the whole system of the 1992 Act and the whole colonial construct of it gets thrown in the bin and they write an African law for Africans. It's fundamental yes. like this. And it sucks colonialism out. It's like um, uh, colonialism must fall. And so they, they, they actually want to t turn it into rubble and rebuild a brand new um, law from it. And Mangasuta Buddha Lazy was there and he... I mentioned Mario Ambrosini, which was very, very cool, because, hey, Mario got the ball rolling big time. In well, the they're one of the only parties that support any kind of cannabis or any kind of anything. Is that the they did for a while, yeah, kind of, and I'm sure they've still got a lot of going on somewhere or other, but it all sort of died in the water. Other than the um, Dhaka party. But who else was speaking? The traditional healers were there? Pepsili? Not Pepsili. Not Pepsili. Maseko. Yes, she was there, yes. she's an imposing figure. She's timeless. Eh? We actually figured out, we're trying to figure out how old she is. She's looking getting younger, don't you think? She's oh, looking, yeah. hasn't got a wrinkle. She must be 60-something, but she's completely timeless. Benjamin amazing, amazing woman. And nobody really, there's a whole bunch of people didn't know who we were. We felt that we walked into a room and we're plain, sort of plain clothed and subdued. And we walked in to just keep abreast of the situation. We were invited. We got a, an email. And... Um, it was really interesting to see ex-politicians, powerful people in South Africa that had places of responsibility that have resigned from the ANC because they've seen the shit that's been going down and they're going back to their communities to uplift them from there, not from the top down but from the bottom up. And so that there was a really brilliantly positive dialogue going on. And sometimes when we do our job sort of in isolation on the plot, you think, fuck, it's just too overwhelming, we can't do it, there's too much. And now you go to this place and there's powerful people talking about exactly the same thing. The protection of the informal sector and the protection of the guys selling the bananas at the bus stop, mm. selling the fucking stops mm, yes. from those guys. All of that has to be protected by the new law that is written for Africans by Africans. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, it was quite a, quite a thing to go to. And um, 
what I can tell you is that those events is um, it's like you know, it seems like a competition at lunchtime to see how high you can put the food on the fucking place. I saw some lunches there that would have wiped me out for three days. Mm -hmm. I would have fucking fallen asleep getting to the elevator. Yes, yeah, so we we left before we had to get back to something else because we had a TV interview with uh, or, or a film interview with Voice of Africa. Nice. Would you believe Voice of Africa came? Wow. To Aren't they like a Christian yeah. group? Well, no, let's not go there. No, I don't Aren't think BOA is like. Um, no, no, they're, they're, um, Voice of America is um, uh, a worldwide journalism. Okay. No, I don't think they're any. They're impartial to everything. Maybe they had some religious fruitcakes on the show, but they had weed smokers on this one. And it was really cool that they knew nothing about weed, actually. We, we could have told them anything. And, and then they wanted the pack shots, because Myrtle and I are coming out the closet a little bit about the pack shot. The, the journalist one is blowing smoke into the lens now and shit, you know, doing like Mark Emery shots and yeah. shit. And we never did it before for years, because that's not the point of what we're doing here. But now if they want one, we fucking stack something and um, and the cameraman looks up and he's got a fucking wide lens on like here, and I'm doing a dab right, right there, and he goes... That was great. Can you do it one more? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't understand. That's when you get out the electrolux. How about one for one? One for one, come. Yeah, one for one. Thank you. Then you'll never get the shot. That's why you need CBD. So, um, <laughs> what I can tell you is the judgment, yeah. the judgment has had many things rolling in many aspects of South African society. Yeah. The church were represented with a piece of paper then. It was the same one we got that we discussed that they were going to do at Rima. Yes. And, um, it, the, the thing opened up and it's now packed full of pro-cannabis. There's no negative cannabis here. This is all people that want to forge a future and integrate it into society. There's nobody there to say, don't, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. This is all our, all an endeavor to figure out how to do it together. Cool. Yeah. Very even, cool. Even DFL <coughs> and Rayma and all those oaks, if they want to be still a part of the discussion, they have to engage in this narrative now. They can't continue yeah. the same narrative because it's obsolete. Yeah. The rules done changed. Yeah. The, the rules done changed. Time changed. That sounds like water boy. <laughs> <laughs> Mama says. <laughs> so I'm glad we got Ricky here because our next story of the week. We may have spoken about this kind of before. Uh, this was in Business Insider. Uh, here's why launching a Dacha product in South Africa could be a nightmare. Mm. So they're going to say that the ruling happened and all those wonderful things. But they say, but those looking to venture into the weed trade, especially the manufacturer of Dacha products, could run into unexpected trouble with trademark registration. So they say, they speak to some attorneys and they say an application to have Dacha in a product's name may be refused by the trademark's register because even though private consumption and cultivation of cannabis is allowed, its sale is not nor is the trade in any product that contains it. So they also go on then to say that, so what they basically say is, weed's illegal, so you can't say it's like cannabis. You can get away with hemp still. Yeah, okay. But also, because you're now in a food industry, uh -huh. those rules apply to certain things where, with this, now that it's a hemp thing, you can't have anything that describes the product. Yeah. You can't say it smells it's like this claims. or it tastes like that. Kind All you claims. can say is hemp. Yeah, you can't have a claim at all. It's like nutrients. And on top of that, Ricky brought up some deep level shit at the end. <laughs> oh, it's the end, the Breeders' rights. Yes. So what they're saying is if you want to register something like those Durban poison oaks with the beer, you've got to be very clear that it's hemp. You can't say dacha. 
there's also potential issues about trying to use like dacha leaves and that. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's the only reason they're doing it, so they can put a dacha leaf on it. That's the only reason on earth why you'd fuck up a perfectly good beer by putting some head <laughs> drops in it. Tastes like organic shite. <laughs> yeah. but you, you could possibly, I mean, it, it, it's trademarks, it's intellectual property, you know, and it is it's a fascinating area of law, um, just thinking that somebody's thoughts can be protected as either a patent or a trademark yeah, weird, or huh? copyright. It is, but certain thoughts clearly do deserve protection. Um, so trademarking in itself is a is a niche area of law, you know, and you, you trademark for a specific thing because you're trademarking your brand essentially. So that's all a trademark is uh, is um, a mark which distinguishes one brand, so one trader of goods or services from another trader of goods or services. So with the whole Durban poison thing, that is a beer. So beer has its own class. So they. 34 classes of goods. <laughs> of course there are. 11, I think, classes of services. So alcohol and that would be in a different category. Um, so that is possibly why they could have trademarked that. But I think like what's important from that article is they say that the word dacha, you know, could not be used in the name. And that possibly is true because of, um, for many reasons, it's, it's even it's a commonly used word and you, you can't lay claim to dacha. Even if it was the Dacha Bulls, or I mean, there could be so many things, but who would really want to use that name, I guess, in in the actual product? But it gets very interesting, though, especially with the plant breeders' rights. There is an amendment bill which will change it, but it's not in force yet. Um, so effectively, a plant breeders' rights is also intellectual property to a specific variety of, it used to be, or it still is, because it's not the new law, but 250 species of or genus of plant in this country. Oh yeah. Um, but now there's an amendment law that it's been in the last five years through public participation. It was criticised heavily. Yeah. Um, but the intention of the government is to be able to now get a plant breeders' right for any variety of plant, not just those two fifty, um, uh, including weed. Well, was weed <laughs> in the first two fifty? No, no, it wasn't. But it could, technically it is now. If anybody did, if that bill gets passed, it, it, it will be any genus right, of so okay. you would be entitled to cultivate the plant, and that then changes so, it because then if you got your own variety that you bred and whatever you choose to call it. Yeah, this guy. Um, see the underbelly. What, what happens to him? Whether he could then, he probably could get a right, a plant breeder's rights registration for Based that variety. Man. But now, how does he prove what a gummy bear number one is when yeah. it's only just a seed? There would be a patent on DNA. Yes, there would be. There is some kind of oh, DNA test. No, it's a scientific process. The genome, the genome string of the DNA yes. of the plant. Okay. That's what the guys on the Philos Galaxy is doing. Yeah. Is they, you send your plant and then they can say, the yes, that yeah. is an Afghan. Because it falls right here on the Afghan. Okay, cool. See the markers, that. That's cool. Seven of the eight or whatever, however they do it. So. And it's they just, just, just if, if I could finish off then on yeah. the, the class or the trademark. So now, and that's why I touched on plant breeders' rights, and he mentioned the word Afghan, which is like quite well known. It's a strange, already a variety. So you might not be able to trademark a name then with the word Afghan in, because then that ex, um, would explain the characteristics or the kind or something like that. So it's, it's a very uh, sensitive area of law, if I can say that, but you. 
you can get crafty, you know, at the end of the day, if you want to protect your brand and you feel there might be threats to it in the future, um, then go ahead. I mean, you know, I mean, you have DC and DQs and DTs right. and stuff like that. But so surely, I'm just putting it out there. Surely somebody I would like to run a test uh, mm. trademark case. Mm. Surely somebody like the Ducker couple have got the logo on a 200,000 hits on fucking everywhere. Surely that's obvious that it's ours. Why would, would we have to trademark that? Would we, what would be the point of somebody taking our logo? Well, it needs to be very well known for you to immediately get that trademark protection in terms of the common law. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it's the only logo we've got. Let's trademark it. I'll do it as a Christmas gift. There you go. Let's do some trademarking, see how it is. Because that's another area of law that actually gives my fucking sphincter a... It's actually intellectual property rights and copyright and stuff. It's like, but say it's, it's messy, gonna, bro. It's going to matter. And then also what's going to happen is you're going to get guys... I hate... I, I would worry that it gets to this point. But the biggest argument I've heard about Monsanto particularly about their way they engage with people. So let's say now we get to a point where everyone, Durban poison, this farmer staked his claim that he's got Durban poison, this has got Malawi gold and whatever. I've seen with Monsanto vibes, then people are so dickhead about their genetics. So let's say that they get a male that fucks up, that comes out and it pollinates next door's crop. They then still try and lay claim to that to say you can't use yeah. those seeds because they contain what my male yeah. in there. So if you that's grow that, I'm gonna take your entire fucking crop. Because mm -hmm. that's I think where it'll get really ugly in 20 oh. years or 50 mm -hmm. years. Yeah, but if sure. that farmer's bull comes out the pen and in, uh, inseminates your the next door farmer, that's tough shit, eh? <laughs> that's the law. Yeah. Tough shit. Got the visuals. Plus yeah. the new farmer can shoot it, that bull regardless of. How many prizes it's won? It's on his property. He does what he wants. So I know. Following. As it stands now, but what Monsanto's been doing is suing people who've tried to, who's used even their stuff that just got pollinated by their neighbors, Monsanto. So I know, I'm saying logically, no, but I do worry about it. You know? Sticks. I wear. He loves the super nice shirt. Yeah. You fucking, you would like the super nice yeah. shirt. Yeah, stick shirts in the mix. I think Dan and gets off-road off essay as a very pertinent yes, point. Yes, we need to see these seeds and the Any clones. Any update on the seeds and clones? Okay, give me a minute. <laughs> uh, should, do you, one of you want to take the next story then? I don't even know what it is. Let's check. Do we need a desk cam up and running for all of that? Nah, man. Alexander Dowdy. Bro, when are you going to come on a fucking hangout, mate? We want to know what's happening in the UK with yeah. your... You signed up with their... Was it Medical United Patients? I don't know. Yeah, I signed up. Yeah, he, um, he's doing some great work over there, get, hanging out with medical patients. Five time. I need two minutes. Okay. I'll get the babies. So what, wait, what, what's the next thing on the list? Uh, I want to hang for it. It's, what do stoners hate? Oh, what do sto oh, ten things stoners don't hate. Don't start. That's don't start, good. Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Can't believe it, actually. We were trying to get another hangout going tonight, and it just... Mm. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It just Sorry, went guys. another pear-shaped story. There's just like another cable. Do you think it was because cable. of the storm? The signals be. and things? Could be. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, he's trying to get Rusty Ellerman in and he's there but he's not online because he wouldn't have been able to hear us because it's the same kind of issue as last time. We're trying to get him on. We're trying to get him on to ask him what it's like on the in the Eastern Cape on the front line, the cops and how they feel about things because we had a we had a message we had a message the other day that Cape Town Central cops have decided verbally that if you've got over three grams you're dealing. Oh, wow. What have you heard in PU? Anything? How are the cops taking it all? Are they vacillating? Uh, I can't say I've heard anything, no. uh, to be honest. But I mean, it, the judgment is very clear. If you got, you can have as much as you need for your private use, as long <laughs> well, as you come into, uh, as long as you're dealing it. So I mean, if you, I guess, driving around with scales and wads of cash and then you're gonna look um, like a dealer. Yeah, definitely. and everything packed all separately. I don't know. It depends. I mean. You know, they, they've got to use their discretion, as Judge Zondo said. Uh, well, that's the scary part of it. And um, the thing that we got, if you look for up the thread at the beginning, um, Charles put six bullet points of a conversation Sean Sh Shelley had with, from TBHIV. <coughs> yes, very um, amazing activist. He's right at the front line of drug policy. And he was in, with a, in a room with a whole bunch of SAPS generals. And one of them said, well, you know, you can't. We, you do understand. We've still got quotas. We've still got arrest people, and we're down a thousand a day. He said. Good. And he said we're just going to profile everybody now. So they're regrouping. They're regrouping. Uh, do you want to? This is one one seven six. If you got it, yeah. Oh, you're going to do it on the table? Yeah, there you go. Dan's going to move Dan into the update. Can tell us all about the things. Tell us when we connected. One one seven six. Yeah. We should be, what's that there? Does it need water? Well, the that infamous totem <laughs> snack. I'll grab one of those while you have it. You're talking about it, they get stuck on in it. Is it meant to be on 5G, yeah? 1176. 1176, yeah. Let me do it again. 1.176, yeah. And is it oh, wait, start? No, no, start? There you go. Okay. Um, Aiden, yeah. yo, Aiden Berry, fucking big up to you, matey. Yeah. Really, oh, top go, man. Yeah. Um, Aidan Berry was one of the first guys we know in the history of the universe that got all his Looks shit like back off the yeah. cops. Yeah. And he fucking fought and he fought and it was a, it's been a brutal story and one overriding factor made it all happen that he had this one connection of a good cop that was really on his side and Aidan's not a twat or anything like that. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time and he fucking got all his stuff back. Really, really cool story. And he sent a very, very cool video that I'd love to share because it's the funniest video I've seen in a while. It's fucking hilarious. But um, we, out of respect, we haven't shared it, but we might if you tell us we can. <laughs> yes, but like, he shouldn't, because Even I also know Aiden, and Aiden's asked me for advice, so he actually has a, a one heck of a claim against the state, you know, because it wasn't actually wrong place at the wrong time. He, he was in his house. Yeah. Yeah, he had the right, right, he had the right surname, but the, the, right the wrong surname. The, yeah, right. the right name, I guess. So, cops rock up and say, Hello, Mr. Parvis. Uh, we've come to arrest you, and you are Mr. Parvis, but actually you're Dan. And if they, they were after somebody else with the same surname, but they found plants in his house anyway, and it went fucking bad, bad, yeah. bad quickly. Eh? They were mull. It was the Hawks, full on. Eh? This yeah, was a big fucking team. But they were looking for a gangster, and gangsterism in Port Elizabeth is quite a serious thing. It's like Paul with a cape, you know, Western. Can they take all of his shit? They, they took it all. But they just got his car, car, car and backing, oh, including bags and weed. That's what we're saying now. But we should wait, we should uh, wait, we should wait, guys. We should wait. Wait, we're going to ask this oak if we can watch his video first, because it's really, I think it's worth it. Here's an update. Right, here's an update. So that is a week's worth of growth. Wow. Nice. Hey, that's pretty good. Right. Actually doing quite well. 
Uh, obviously, fun. the clone is not doing too well. This is is I haven't loved the clone because we actually were gonna, we weren't going to keep the clone. It's an amaphrodite. Yeah, so yeah. this is more of a show and tell. That little session was this quick show. So and say so goodbye so to the clone. Show peace. You know, if you if that cat's oh, out of that bag, then in answer to your question, what happened to the plants last week? They were actually in there as dressing because they we we know they'd hemmed out and we knew we were they were just there as dressing on the day That's to do it, the yeah. thing. And now they've gone back into the compost yeah, as a lesson in impermanence, and they will become the fuel for the next generation <laughs> of seeds. They've got to the big weed fields oh, in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so that pets look like There's an AK-47 that we had sent in the mail today. If anyone's not stoned enough, um, let's have a check of this AK-47. You got any blades? I might even smoke a joint myself. Because it's really yeah, that's what I was doing. quite a thing, this AK here. Uh, it's it's in an old school film canister which I haven't seen for years. You remember oh, these things? Yes. Oh, you still yeah. old enough? You love to yeah. remember these yeah. things? Yeah. Okay, oh, I'm switching this off. Dad's draw. And so my dad kept fishing hooks in them. Fishing hooks. Some powder. Okay. Grace, grace, uh, I used to, uh, I used to put a mix of weed in for a Saturday night. My dad kept his buttons in his. <laughs> so, before we move on to our next topic, Dan, give us the whole Parcella special about where we're at with the seeds now. So, they're a week old. They're the all up, which is good. They're all up. Three for three. Woohoo! Pretty, pretty good. And they spit spindly, maybe? Are they okay? I actually think they're doing pretty good. They're, okay. not, they're, not, they're not stretched as much. They get really long. Some of them can really stretch quite far. But um, that's from lack of light. Lack of you see them going thin, like tall. Your light's not too enough far light. or not enough light. Yeah. Okay. These are doing pretty well. And I mean, they've already got their. They've passed their mycotyledons, which is the first ones. Okay. And you've got your first set of true leaves, and they've already got their second set of true leaves coming out of all three of them. That's and fantastic. they're quite short, so that's pretty good. These are going to be strong plants. What, what are they? Do you know what they are? They were, no. they're, they're from, were they from the Harvest Festival pack? I mean, uh, what one you of them the was from my. Um, oh, I see. Random. Okay. Random. Random. These are these are hot boxes. This is the HB ones, HB two, and HB three. So yeah. Well, you know what? This AK forty seven needs a grinder for sure. It's a dang. So the deal is nice. now, guys, with the seeds. We we planted random seeds, which means. Typically, you will get 50% males, 50% females. So we planted three. So in theory, we should get at least one girl if we're lucky. That's yeah. the next poll. So let's see how far we can get them. Maybe I'll just bring them out every time for an update. That'll yeah. be easier. But let's see how far we get with these things. And what should we name them, Solo? Oh, you guys name them. It's a great name. Name the strain. Straight. Yeah. Yeah. Name the strain. Name the strain. <laughs> just like Durban <laughs> poison. Yeah. 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 No, it's patented. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's patent it. So I think when but we. These are growing, just so everyone knows, they're growing in cocoa. Uh, with Freedom Farms. Free, free, oh, yes, sorry, with the Freedom, Freedom Farm soil last week, yes. The Freedom Farm soil. So uh, all the nutrients in it, they're literally water. And they're going to be happy for quite so a while. So when you cut that clone, you dipped it in this stuff. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the clone was just for exhibition show and, yeah. show and sell, basically. Just to show how. Yeah. yeah. No, we killed. I them. learned some lucky things last week. Um, trichome chaser. I love auto flowers. Hardy ruderalis genetics make them nice and resilient. Grown a number of them before and had some great yields. Hundred plus grams indoor. Twenty liter freedom pots. Well, that's, that's your that's part good. of the world. That's your, that's your autos. story. We'll do an auto special because also I love autos. Um, autos, I think it's also a practice makes perfect. Yeah. So I'll make a real effort and maybe we'll plant some autos and do a side by side. Because I feel like it. Why not? Well, you, better, some of those you, best, shit. you best start right now. You reckon? I reckon yeah. my whole, I put it down now, my yeah. auto's going to beat this. I beat the foot run. 
<laughs> what we can do is we can take these, these seeds right by as they are, and we can put them under 12-12, and you can put your orders under 12-12. And these will grow as big as they possibly can get, and then they'll flower out immediately. So let's just do that and see. No, let's just do it. Well, you don't even have to change their light. No, you just start on 12-12. You get start the in a flowering cycle. Just, yeah. So, so they go straight plants to. very short. It's for growers that don't want to go through the whole vegetative cycle, but they've got like okay. 100 plants. They can do really short, small, yeah, look, I've tiny, seen tiny, tiny, tiny plants. So, okay, yeah. the, the rules are 12-12. 12-12, yeah. And finishing time, we're going to see also how quick they finish. Keep in mind these have had a weekend start. But I'm going to make the effort. I'll be genuine, Oaks. I'll make an effort. I'll go plant three or four autos as well. This evening. And we side by side them. And we see how it goes <coughs> over the next three or four months. Because that's what it's going to take. And then we're going to smoke that shit. Yes, we and are. Then, and we're going to write it all down and then it becomes science. Yeah. Cool beans. Jules is going to have to get it tested for us, too. Yeah, no, I can get it tested. We're getting some fucking amazing test results of stuff. They're becoming so interested. The more we know about what's in the test mm. and the way it all links together with other plant life and the fact that, you know, mango terpenes and black pepper terpenes, and you know that one made you sneeze, but fuck me, there's the terpene that's in black pepper. It's absolutely plain to see. And then the brewer guy came around, yeah, and there's the terpenes that are in hops that he yeah. deals with making real ale. Okay. Ah, it's a cross-pollination, all of this stuff's very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's um, crazy, uh, 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 Ruan Furi, Nico, supply me too, outdoor, oh. Who's Nico supplying? Uh, Buzz, I'll supply you with some dank autos. Nico Faree. Hey, dude, if you could get them to me quick, like, yeah, like, I'd quick, be glad quick, to yeah. give them the effort. But also, please keep in mind, guys, I can only do so many practically, so I think we'll have to go three by three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, complete. There's, another, there's a lot of shit going on, and like, I wish we could all leave our fucking day jobs and just stare with a pair of groovy shades on in the fucking light go, whoa, look I'd do this all day if I could get it. I'd do that. 4K that shit, eh? Anyway. <laughs> so, we're putting effort results on the polls so far. Are you going to the Cannabis Expo? Yes. 19%. No. 56%. Maybe. 25%. Okay. So, okay. I think... I think... Sure. Maybe if people sleep on it a bit more, I do feel like that opinion would change a bit. But also I get why. I get why. And then there's that dude in Margate. It's coming nowhere near him, so he's not going, you know, so it's all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if they had to publish a list of the, the exhibitors. I'm sure that would be privileged information. Maybe because I'm not in the industry, I, I wouldn't know uh, what could be at the expo but I think if they do say the, nice. you say you know some of the guys are going to be there but maybe if they put out a list then guys would go you know? it would help yes um, they haven't got a list yet I bet they're still scrabbling around fit, fit, even if it was their third one fucking filling 62 stalls is no mean feat with stuff it really is to keep yeah. and, and with that amount of money involved I don't know maybe I'm totally out of touch with it but I think I'm quite in touch with Cannabis World Either way, we'll be there with bells and whistles yeah, on. Yeah, go film that shit. We hope to see some of you guys there or not. That's cool. And if there's um, any of those um, chicks with the roulette wheel things, get some footage of that with you. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. I'll do my best, I promise. That's the gimbal. So, our next story of the week, uh, I love her, man. They're going to need to start hoying us some commission there. Uh, 11 things all weed smokers really and truly hate with a passion. They go on with some blurb, but let's get straight into it. First thing people hate when someone drops the weed. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I just vacuum it up with a t-shirt over there. You know, especially yeah. when it's people who want to spoke rotten and have so much access. 
Well, it does depend a little bit on the way you drop it. Mm. You know, it's either gone further down the bog or it's in a fucking bowl of soup or something, it's finished. But you could drop it into some place really groovy and have a real cool laugh about it. Well, Brew, how lucky are you, dude? What would be groovy? <laughs> uh, what, 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 is a, what is a situation <laughs> that gets better? Straight into the bowl. You drop it straight into a bong bowl or something. It's the fucking bong bowl. And the weed dances around the edge like a basketball and goes, all in one. No, guys. But I think worst case scenario for me, though, <coughs> is when you've just ground it yeah. and you drop it on the carpet. And yeah. Dan's saying, yeah, just put a t-shirt over it and vacuum it up. No. But then it's all the fucking dog hair and the cat hair. Well, if you, well, if you, if you, you don't worry about dropping it and you don't worry, you're not keen to vacuum it up, you're clearly a, not fucking worried about dropping it then. Because that's, that's the difference. If I had no weed, I'd be like, fuck, and I'd yeah, that's vacuum it up and I'd fucking smoke that shit. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be like, what the fuck, roll more some The more difference water. between weed and crack rocks in the show. <laughs> 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 that's why I have my shell, because I always grind over my shell and then I open it straight over. That's ah, girl that stuff. You're awesome. so fucking practical, you people. I know, but I got it from Shinsa. I found it there. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh. Oh no, Chinsu seems like such a long time ago. Uh, but we um, we think about Chinsu all the time because we've got that painting on the wall. That, um, yes. Oh yes, from Jason. That's Jason, a good thing. Yes. A beautiful painting of the aloes on the wall. Have you checked Jason's art? You no. know, you've met Jason, yeah? Jason, Jason Law. I, I haven't met him. I oh, know. okay, but you've dealt with him around yeah, this Chinsu thing. Very soon in December, Jason, right. if you're watching. Well, he we'll does together with Steve Barry. Okay. The insurance broker friend. Yeah. I think that you met on mine at, at Sinsa. Yes. Yeah. I just, I just, I'll, yeah. I wouldn't know if I've met Jason. So okay. Well, he, um, he takes, he goes into the middle of nowhere in the Eastern Cape, and it's the archetype of the Eastern Cape is a steep mountain with loads and loads of aloes on it. That's the, is the, that is the yeah, Eastern Cape. As soon as you get air into those aloe ferox on yes, those mountains, you yes, couldn't be anywhere else. And he takes photographs of these things, but he puts it put through some sort of software manipulation thing to make it to make it look as if you're watching it on <coughs> ayahuasca or something. It's, <laughs> it's trippy, as, trippy as fuck. But is it on his Facebook or no, no, it's nowhere. Okay, yeah. He's not even that guy on Facebook. He's got like an old Nokia thing, you know. He's like, he's that. So just the thing he does that's uh, cool. Just, yeah, just that's from the comments, yeah. Just yeah. from the comments, I see Rolf saying that they made a big mistake by saying no drugs, and then Charles saying no drugs. It's hilarious. Yeah. It is because you know I bet you people are going to be inside there with their vape pens are going to be well, loaded. Well, technically, we're going to have fucking no prescriptions. Cannabis. People are on it. Drugs. Well, yeah. I bet they've got a latte bar. But I mean, it's like I mean, just take your fucking edibles, Ben. Yeah, really. You look like you're high as fuck. You don't have to rely on them to get stoned when you get there. You could be as blazed as fucking nobody knows anymore. Do what we should do. It's like it's kind of like the paradox. Remember, there was that dispensary that opened, and the little girl scout sold girl scout. Cookies. Yes. Now there's this big weed thing, but there's no weed, so we should be out there we're selling, selling the girls' edibles. Fucking go! We're selling Boy Scout cookies. Oh, I'll send you one of those little frozen guava juices for five rand, like at the robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lacquer brown. Get you extra loaded, eh? Loaded. <laughs> I went to the beer fest there, and I took the dab rig with me. Okay. Did you bust dabs there? Bust the dabs in the in the Oktoberfest. Okay. Nice. Oh. nice time. And yeah. the guys yeah. just let me through and they're like, yeah, cool, come have some dad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, this okay. guy's got balls. So our yeah. next one is people who, who over-exaggerate their high. People are like, I'm so high, man. 
Do you ever, I don't really get people like that in our circle anymore, I think. No. no. When I was a kid, there were guys that were, oh, I'm so high, you smoke this yeah. weed, I'm so high. Oh. Yeah. Um, we don't say it, we, I don't say it like that, that it, with, I don't hear it from anybody with any distress. But, um, you know, people around me do say, geez, I was baked as fuck yeah, after that. Exactly, that. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. I was baked last night. Yeah, but it's always a retrospective statement. Yeah, it's I, not, you know, yeah. Um, I can I can spin myself over the dab fucking easy. It's all dose dependent. If you want to go for broke, you can go for broke. Just like that and change your fucking day and have to hang on for ages. <laughs> but Joe's saying it's an age if, thing. If I say it's a youth, I think it's an age thing. The younger ones tend to do that. I mean, if That's I say do. to you, I'm a bit high, then you must know I'm fucked. <laughs> but I mean, you've also yeah. watched the tolerance. You've got some tolerance, girl. I really, you do. Have you watched dabbing. the dabbing granny? Yes. <coughs> I checked, yeah. She's yes. like, I'm big, man. <laughs> 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 but she's okay. the one who does like downs yeah. of beer, downs of shots, smashes oh, yeah. it Oh, wait, I think she does a dab and then keeps it all in and does a beer and a yeah. shot and then exhales. That granny was in man. You zoned into that AK-47 at all. I had some, it was quite nice. Yeah, that's no, changed my day. Totally changed my day. And there's loads of it and it's crammed in here. And there's another one, but I can't read the writing. And it's on Messenger in there somewhere. It's weed. And it came through the mail, to the post box, to the hot box, to test drive, and I sent a mail. We got it last week, but we didn't get through it, and now we get So we can give you like a serious thumbs up on the AK so far. That's really nice. Yeah, no, the AK has given me a bit of a speech embodiment. Stop doubting me again. Our next, our next stoner hate. Oh shit! Yes, this one. I can't even say it without vomiting. This is so hard for me to say because just the thought makes me want to chunga. Wet blunts. Wet blunts. It's when that oak is that joint or that blunty and he's like... Fish lips. And and he's he's like like fish. <laughs> Don't say it! John the Baptist. Oh. OPG. No, not like a... Yeah, I can't stand if someone rolls past the joint of it and it's all slobbery. And yeah, and it's like, got the guile hanging. Fuck. Oh no, man, that's extreme. Oh. That's extreme. <laughs> I wouldn't accept it like that at all, yeah. not even, like if they stealth it and it's just a little bit like damp, you know, but still OPG, hey, other people's god, it's not like that. <laughs> OPG. I snobbed out and got a pipe a long time ago. Yeah, that's why I like yeah, all of that. <laughs> fucking Giriclis Soggy Giants is like one of those things, I think it's, um, it's like fucking TB Deluxe, you know. Although... Depends on the circle you're smoking with. Chris J used to bring up this point. Chris, if you're still watching, you can tell me. I think this was you who used to say this. Technically, it's such a weird thing culturally that we actually pass joints around. Because we don't share the same bottle of beer or the same dog. But we do it with joints. We don't even really do it with cigarettes much. Well, in, in England, they're more likely to... Roll a spliff and it's their spliff. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you're sitting there thinking you're going to get seconds on that thing, you're going to wait till the end. They're going to be like, oh, sorry, mate, would you like some of the spliff? And you're like, fuck yes, please. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, no, 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 it's no, no, not no. like, yeah, it's South Africa, we share. We share everything. We share that. We. Yeah. You see, the thing, the thing about what they're doing yeah, in England, not with. That's, in yeah. England, they're taking a pre packed cigarette and dismantling it and put a 20 rand fucking blade around it and re smoking it with, uh, with a spliff. And you still don't know why they don't share. Yeah, oh, that's probably why they're spending so much money. But I think more well, the sharing thing, I think it's got to do with the ceremony. Has yeah, it got something to do with prohibition? Yeah. I mean, isn't a blunt yeah. always be being shared? Yes. It's like ritually, it's like 420. They went and sat behind the 
supermarket or something by the dumpsters, smoked a joint, and they were smoking joints. Maybe it's working one joint. Do you think that's a prohibition thing in the history? Do you think it's a <coughs> prohibition to share? Speed thing and everyone get. I think it's a good thing because I can never finish a whole joint by myself. Yeah, sharing is caring. I share, otherwise, if I'm by myself at home, one joint will last me the whole day. Yeah, that sounds like Myrtle, actually. She's always got a stompy on the way home from visiting. I'm like, oh, you're the joint. Okay, so our next one is, and sometimes, I don't know, I think we'd be lucky. We haven't had too many of these on the show yet. Storytellers. And some motherfucker gets you in a corner and monologues at your face. For half an hour, and then when it gets to a crucial point, they can't remember what the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> okay. so what are talking about again? <laughs> but isn't that inherent in everybody, not just stoners? I don't know. I, I find it the worst in drunk people. Drunk people do oh, that the worst. Yes, it, it is drives me. Drunk people. And they have to do it in your face and breathe their fucking no, but they repeat. You three times. Three, story, three fucking times. Yeah. You're like, dude, you told me the story. And they spit. They asked me on the Voice of America thing, so what is it about weed you like? I said, I don't know, it just suits my body, it always suited me, I feel great on it, but the most important thing is, the people I've met on it, mm -hmm. those are my favourite people, the weed people, I can't do the other people, the, the weed people are my favourite folk, yeah. but you can't really explain it to somebody who doesn't smoke weed and she's from the <coughs> yeah, um, it's too true. Yeah. I said as she walked out, I said, you know, of all the states in America that need a cannabis suppository, <laughs> Texas is the one. That was my parting shot to Voice of America. So the next one, I like a good pun. I cannot believe in all my years of 420 culture, I've never heard this term before. Being bankrupt. Bankrupt. Being bankrupt. So basically, when you you've got no weed. <laughs> when you take your grinder and you're like, <laughs> you get some hash from here somewhere. With a tobacco bit of this. Yeah, oh, come on. Scrape it, baby. Yeah, but also the thing is, if you don't, if you don't find it, you're not like you're going to fucking morph out and like yeah. break the windows. You're just going to be like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm going to eat something, go to sleep with something, whatever. Exactly. You don't go through a physical mm. like detox. You've seen what happens when you run out of ciggies, though. Yes. You fucking pawn your cat to get to the You'll drive it. Yeah, you're going to pawn it anywhere. Drive the Eastgate. But same for coffee. Turn your cat into a pipe. Coffee. Personality juice. Yeah. All those things. And weed, weed, weed. I've also found that. Maybe the tobacco part of my mix is what I have the hardest with. But I have been kind of desperate once where there were no dealers on the horizon. It just wasn't happening. And like a couple of months before, a joint had slipped behind the speedometer and into the dashboard <laughs> on my car. So what it had done is for like a month in summer, it had smelled so divine in the dashboard. But by the time I got so desperate, it, it smelled like fuck all. But nonetheless, I had had the shittest week. Saturday morning came, I got the star screwdriver out, I took that fucking dashboard off. <laughs> <laughs> and I smoked that joint because <laughs> it sucks me dang crap, dude. Yeah, it's not as bad, you know, it's not terrible. It's sad. One that also sucks, the next one. And I've kind of been there because you get your hopes up when the when the bad man won't answer the phone. So you you going you're growing pretty sort of reliable with your connection. You know you can call him. You're gonna need it in a few days or whatever. But he just ain't answering. Boys answered, and it's delivery day, and you're waiting there, looking through the curtains, waiting for the motherfucker to get to the door, and he ain't showing up or answering. 
It's so disappointing. It is so disappointing. I know we don't go through it anymore, but there was a time when we would run dry. Yeah. And that oak would not answer. You'd be like, motherfucker. But you can't hate him because he's your connection. Yeah. Or you'd answer, and you'd be like, cool, yeah, that's cool, let's do it. You'd go get ready, you'd go and mission to the spot, and your phone would be like, uh, yeah. Or your no, answer is no sorry, answer, but nothing. completely out and I'm going to get more Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, the, fuck, that's even worse. <laughs> you sitting outside the fucking building, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to come, man. I can see you smoking up in that window, you yeah, but that's so bad. The, the beauty of all of that now is people can actually grow their own. Yeah. And no matter if you want to, if you want to make money out of weed, you don't have to make weed. <coughs> you could. There's lot, all of those stalls that are going to fill up in Menlin. Lots of ancillary things mm. to do around weed. You don't be in weed. You can be around weed as well. Remember, the, anybody the gold was, miners never made them money. All the people that are still around didn't make the money from the gold. They were the ones supplying the shovels and the things, yeah, spades yeah. and the yeah. But also, I think if you want to make money selling weed, answer your fucking phone. Yes. That's, that's yeah. all it takes. Just answer your damn phone. Don't give your number out. <laughs> 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 I'll send you with the please call me. It's not working. Don't <laughs> I'm going to cruise through some of the next ones because I'm not, not going to even entertain this. We don't even hear it. Being told that smoking is bad for you. Whatever, that's fun. Life short. Um, something that I think we're suffering with a bit on this bowl, a clogged piece. Yeah. When it's not pulling nice a pipe or a bong. I'm not much of a bong oak. I don't know, do you guys have that much where bongs get blocked now? Well, it's only homemade bongs and stuff or dirty ass bongs. Yeah. Dirty. That thing's brand new. Whoever, whoever blocked that stacked it too tight. Oh, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> I like the next one though. Losing your stash. You think I know that there is weed I have lost in my house that I will find in many oh, years' time? Yeah. Cleaning hell. a couch or in a pocket yeah, or in a bag. I know, that's, yeah, no, I can relate to that one. That's, that that's just happened to us now in, while I was overseas. My mate got some dabs for the first time that he's actually been able to get decent dabs packaged. And we bought it, brought it back home after being at that plus one club. This cannabis club, and we got home, and he, we smoked that night, and I left. And the next morning, he phones me. He's like, "Did you take the dabs?" I'm like, no, I didn't take the dabs. You got the dabs. I left it there. No, dude, there's no dabs here. Can't find them. I've searched everything. Sorry, dude, nothing. Anyway, he went to work, and he said his mother, on the house, said, "I want everything turned over. <laughs> everything. The whole house has been turned over. Couldn't find it. Gone." But it will come up. No, 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 Sock Island. Yeah, Sock Island. It went to the Sock Island. I lost a little stash in my handbag once, and unfortunately, the person who found it was the lovely police lady who was busy searching my handbag at the time. And you didn't even know it was there. You're like, no, there's nothing there. I literally went, oh my god, I thought I'd lost that. And she went, well, here's a nice pair of bracelets for you. I've got, um, really? Well, my story Seven of the above rides. is after four hours and rooting through every single fucking room and drawer in the house on the original bust of the duck a couple night, they started opening all of these sort of earthenware pot things that Myrtle got on the top of a shelf, and she opened <coughs> one that's in the shape of a fucking corn on the cob, and in it was a banky. And, and, and uh, we recognized the banky immediately for the shape and size and the thing on the banky. And Myrtle and I went, Oh, fuck, we blood it! Because we were fucking rejoicing that they found it. It was, it was actually bought from Peru. We got it in Peru and we were gifted it. 
and we put it in the fucking thing for some reason, and it's like three, four years more, more <laughs> later, four years later. And as soon as we saw the banky muddler, we're like, fucking hell, the Peru weed, and we rejoiced. Oh. Yeah, they are, but it's not going to be so. <laughs> Maybe it's still in evidence somewhere, but I'd be surprised. Yeah, I'd be now lost and misplaced. So the next stone I hate. We can't be charged if there's no evidence in court. Oh no, we knew that all along. We're just taking the pleas. We're just being gentle with them at the moment. We're going for the jugular just now, mate. We want the interest on the bail money. That's where we're going for the jugular. Yeah, I hope someone enjoyed that weed. <laughs> so the next one, I don't know, not so much in my life, but maybe for some of you, when the takeaway delivery guy takes too long. When you've been waiting for that Mickey D's or that Domino's or that Chinese because you oh, smoked your entire two grams on Friday night before you even logged into your Fortnite account and now you're hungry <laughs> as fuck and you need that power and those monsters and the oak and showing up. You think you'd lose your shit, eh? Yes. Ah, uh, it's a long time ago, but I can't comment. It's like a whole fucking lifetime ago when that was one of the things in my life. It, it gets better. If anybody's having that problem in their lives, it gets better, promise. Yeah. We've got a bit going on in our chat. There's a what? An auction. For what? Seeds. I don't know. Oh, no, it's for San Pedro's. And Ralph Higgo's been on and gone, and um, uh, they're talking about Instagram, and Ralph's saying there's a lot of dealing going on Instagram. <coughs> and um, DM. And somebody called Facepalm is doing something way up the list I can't be bothered finding it at the moment and he's bidding 250 bucks for two small San Pedros and somebody's bidding up in the bid to 300 bucks. Oh, bit of bit of for, bit of bit of for small or is it fucking Gumtree now? Small. Uh, okay, okay, 300 rand and two used non-matching socks maybe as a used blow-up doll. But I like my blow-up dolls used. <laughs> <laughs> They're warmer. Yeah, dude. A bit of mileage on them. <laughs> yeah, what's on the clock, mate? It's like a new t-shirt. It's like it's not <laughs> What's she got in it? It's uncomfortable. What's she got, got on the clock? Post or some shit? I don't know. I don't know what's going on down there, Oaks. You Oaks are ahead of us. That's so scary. the last one, yeah. the last one I'll admit. So now again, I think because we're in that kind of 1%, which is nice. There was a stage in our lives when weed was precious. And I knew an oak like this. You'd rock up to the party and you'd be like, who's got a zol, who's got a zol? And we'd go around the corner and this motherfucker could put a joint to his lips, a king size, and within two pulls, <laughs> gone. <laughs> and he'd be like, mm, nice, nice, nice. And he'd give you this fucking roach. I hated that. I hated it. Hey? That was the word. Again, a mooch, dude. Again, solo glass pipe. Puff, puff, pass in a circle, yeah? Yeah, but he, he does only puff puff. That's it. He does two puffs. So he sticks to the rules. But fuck me, can those boys pull? Chicky uh, buckers, eh? Yeah. There's this big, rough, long red end poking out the end of the joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a huge sideburn on the side that you mm -hmm. just can't give it. And it's done. You know, you have to take that joint stuff. We want satanic dakaroji. I thought you wanted San Pedro's works. Now you're wanting a satanic dakaroji. What do you think? And. Ah, Chuma is uh, Charles Henning's on a new antidepressant. Hooray! Cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, well, we should call them and tell them that they must come back in studio. What else, off the top of your head, do you hate as a stoner? Yeah. What else? Like you know, beyond pizzas and like soggy joints and stuff. One of those fundamental things that uh, one day, sometime, you actually think, "Fuck! If I didn't smoke weed, none of this shit would happen." You know. I, I used to hate it when Oaks would overhype the, the grade. Oh. 
So someone could be like, you know, dude, I've got this weed, it's only 88 gram, it's great, it's great, it's great. So you get all in, you say, okay, okay, it's payday, couple grand, or you go, you go buy the half a brick with a friend, and then you get it. Half a brick. And it's like, oops, it's like, oopsie. It's like either shit or it's like flips and sticks or it's just a fuck up. I used to hate that. Uh, I want to buy the seeds or for it. Good for that. That's a better idea. No, we can't do that. We can't sell. No, I think what we'll do is we'll be cool. We'll put the effort in. Pay attention with us. Give us your tips as we go along. Name them. And maybe we'll try and do a competition. Shh, don't tell the YouTube bots and we'll share the buck or something. I think that's the fairest thing. We're not yet to make a buck or charge you oaks, but if you guys go the distance with us, and I don't know, we'll think of some way to competitionize it or some shit. But I think we share the product. Yeah. yeah. Just don't Somehow. tell the knocks. Just yeah. don't say knock. You know, last week, like seconds after somebody said the DEA, <laughs> DEA, we were cut off. But it was like way into the show. Something really weird happened last week. Just see if we've been cut off now for me saying the DEA, because all of a sudden. These guys jumble the whole fucking cyber ghost and get us coming out of Valencia in Spain almost immediately. But I didn't know any of this. And I didn't even know it was in two parts last week. And I put the laptop in the morning, the whole of Google's in Spanish. <laughs> oh no, I've had a fucking virus or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, Okay. Our last story of the week. Yeah. Um, I didn't really watch this because I didn't feel like watching it. And I'll tell you why afterwards. Um, the YouTube heading is at just 12 years old, Riley Madler is traveling the world to advocate for medical marijuana. <whistles> Riley's efforts come from personal experience of battling life threatening bone tumors and a severe seizure, seizure disorder. Now she's on a mission to help other children who are battling severe medical conditions. It goes on to play a video from wherever. Uh, you can play the, should we let the Oaks hear the audio or should we no fuck it because I don't like it. Um, kids in advertising medical marijuana is what is essentially the way I see this as. I see this, guess this child's at a fucked up time. She's a Charlotte Webb situation. This branch has really helped her. But I'm just so afraid of children participating uh -huh. in this discussion. I'm not saying we should shut their voices down. They should be heard. She should be heard because her voice matters. I just feel like when there's a mother by a child's side and this child's now celebrity phase and I, just, I don't know if this is ethical. Well, she's a product of her parents at the moment. Mm. They, they've enforced that. Oh, no, is there a law about it? About the, as, a, as a parent, you can do whatever you want with your kids, as it were. You know they are. It would vary from country to country. Yeah, you, exactly yeah, you can't actually. You wouldn't be able to do it here. But she's going around the world. Though. Around the world, well, I suppose there's select places. It's quite a tugging on the heartstrings thing. She's probably going to the I don't want to watch it because I don't believe it's right. Okay, well, because the story is basically it's a news anchor story, like a NBC story or something, and it's this girl and her mother standing there, and the girl saying, "Help me so much, and it can help." And what me. is wrong with her though? I mean, she had bone tumors and and like a nervous disorder or like epilepsy or something. 
Yeah, I guess it's just the, or which way the you remember? It's obviously important to have that testimony really? from mothers yeah. and children that have benefited from the plant, you know, but do you remember I brought passion, you know? Oh yes, this. I had a big yeah, issue with this. Money, I don't think the picture of it was in it. There's that a picture, a picture of it. from Amsterdam Genetics of a, a black doctor in a white coat hanging onto the hand of a six-year-old girl who's looking up at him as if she's, he's saving her life. And it's for a medical marijuana strain high in CBD called Choco White. Yeah, but it, this is this. Oh, there it is. No, it's white choco haze. It's called. So this is black dot. Yeah. I no no no. There's no picture of the actual. No, the, the picture itself was on a piece of paper, but it's the same kind of thing. And I was shocked when I saw a kid in amongst the medical weed. But actually, it's one of the most non-toxic things on the planet. We've we've started to believe our own spin or their own spin, or somebody's spin. It's been ingrained in us so many times that kids shouldn't be around this. But why, actually? Why? Why can't, yeah, why, 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 why can we drink around our kids and get drunk and not if there's no issue? Yeah. Why can't we just smoke around our kids and not be like, it's, 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 it's just the same, it's your choice. What? Drinking around your kids and getting drunk No, there is, but essentially, if you speak to any of any South African kids, their parents, out of vain, Friday night, it's happening, and they're all like, cool, daddy's going to drink, mommy's going to drink, we're going to play, we're going to watch TV, we're going to fucking have a free night. You know what I mean? It's like an accepted thing in in, in our yeah. upbringing of South Africa. Yeah, it is, and it's. I don't think that's. You know why? Why do you to look at me different if I do that to my my son to put cannabis? Not to promote it, but rather to have it open where I can sit there and be. I smoke weed. I don't need a drink, but I smoke a joint at the end of the day. I go and smoke a joint. Well, in my in my in, from from my opinion, my opinion of like watching your generation, if another generation growing up and going through that. It changes the minute that they start robbing you weed, and you do have yeah. away at that point. <laughs> but we robbed our parents' alcohol, though, and we sort of got away with it at the end of the day. They were like, ah, don't, don't do it again, and if you're going to drink, drink at home. Yo, drink just, the lights, drink the bottle. Just don't take the 21 There we go, so. just don't touch those bottles, please, son, no. And then you go and you do it, you get a club, so you know what I mean? Same sort of thing. So, but with back to this little girl, though, I think that if she wants to do it, and she's not being pushed by the folks for like some element of fame, you know, for profits. Uh, if she, if this is something that she wants to do, she's either going to countries that are already legal, and so she's pushing to the choir, or she's going to countries that are trying to legalize, and she maybe helps make changes in policy if she wants to do it. If she's being forced to do it, then I don't think it's right. Because you know, she should be recovering. all the laws kind of changed in England because of a 12 year old or another kid, it's heartstrings time. Bring the kid into the mix, and medical marijuana is like this whole thing. Uh, it's going to give everyone, uh, us in the room schizo fucking psycho problems, but it seems to be okay for kids. Yeah, dude, I'm still struggling with it though because when I see it, I see these, these little kids, yes, they're going through a lot, but I, become, I feel like it's becoming such a, a badge to wear. It's becoming such an insta access sort of thing to like being known yeah. and like getting that sympathy vibe. It's almost like a warp version. You know those child pageants? How the well, mothers no, live a series. Yeah, right. So it's like a really warped version of that. It's like if, if child beauty pageant moms had like Munchausen by proxy <laughs> as well. Because that's effectively, they're living vicariously through their children, I think. I just feel like there, there is potential for the children to look back in 20 years and think, 
maybe that wasn't the right situation for me as a 12 year old. Do you think the kids at the beginning with that apple are going to think the same thing? <laughs> Who knows, dude? You know, it's now there's the names and there's the places and they're going to get married with kids one day and somebody's fucking go-go is going to be 20 years behind and they say, look, it's not you. Oh, school playground. She's going to get out the old Samsung S9, dust it off <laughs> from the bottom of the cupboard, yeah, yeah. try and find a charger yeah. somewhere, <laughs> turn it on. The kid's not going to know how it works. It's going to be like, where's the fucking landline? He's going to be like, oh. Oh, it's going to be interesting. Ricky, thanks for coming to the show, buddy. Oh, thanks for having yeah, me. It's another, we didn't guys. expect any. We just started waffling. I think you've got something for it. Yeah, no, it's pretty fucking warm. Good to be on the half belt. Yeah. And are you staying yeah. in High Felt or what? I'll be back. Eh? We've okay. got some crime to fight. Yeah. Um, now you guys yeah, have also got important work to do in the former Transcar and Pondo land and all around the Eastern Cape, you know? Okay. Um, we don't have many years to make revolutionary change in this country yeah. to our system, so that's right. we start building them. Well, from, from what I can see, it's happening from all, all angles. Mm. One of them is a cannabis expo. Another one's a big endeavor with the industrialists and the, the rest of far end, UNISA, and it's happening all over. What's and all these little pockets are bringing yeah. it to what it will be in the end. Nobody knows what it's going to be in the end, but it, the plant will give us an idea and it'll all go in the, uh, generally the correct direction. Yeah. I'm trusting it. I'm just trusting this process of just nobody, nobody can figure it out. Mm. But just trust in the process. We figured everything else out and apparently we put people on the moon and all sorts of kind. So I think we can legalize weed quite yeah, safely yeah. and make it integrate into <coughs> yes. even in PE. Even in PE, yeah. <laughs> great, great soil. Um, yeah, PE, the last time I was in PE was at Ricky's house and we left it at like three in the morning to get a four o'clock flight to get up to Joburg to do the constitutional court ruling. Uh, yes, and then was. six hours after that, we got back on a flight and went back to Ricky's house and crashed eating our food. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Takeaways that were too late. No, man. No, so, Takeaways we planned. Got a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so, the last results of the poll before we sign out. Uh, are you going to the Cannabis Expo? It stayed, yes, 19%. It went down, no, 50%. And maybe 31%. Oh, cool. So, All right. Yeah. It's we'll kind see. of. What can you get for 150 bucks? Pizza and a half? So, I mean, is it a lot of money to get into one of those things? How much is it to get into sex no, buzz? It's, it's not expensive. Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't know. It's, it's a grammar indoor. Yeah. It's a grammar indoor. There you go. It's a grammar indoor. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, uh, please do maybe like shout out some names for the ladies in the comments and that, and maybe we'll make a poll of it next week to decide the final three. Because let's, we're gonna have to see now. Are they boys? Are they girls? Yeah. Are they gonna be cuck? Yes. We'll tell you in four months. Stay tuned. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Lecker. Stay lit. Stay lit. <laughs>